we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Miss Pat, joining us this morning. That's right. And we're talking about raising the keys. All right. Now this comes from Tyler Perry. Now uh, to him eye to eye. It's like, listen, what are you doing? You, we don't behave this way. You don't mm-hmm. do this. This is this is unacceptable. You're not going to disrespect her. You're not going to disrespect your mom. You're going to do what they say to do. And do you understand? He's just crying. He cries. Yes, Papa. Yes, Papa. Mm-hmm. But. As he's crying, and I'm down on his, le- his level, I'm trying to hold my tears. Mm-hmm. So wow. I get up, and I leave out of the room. Galita says, you okay? Because nobody talked to me as a five-year-old like that. Nobody had a conversation with me. Nobody talked to me like a person. Mm-hmm. So here I am having an opportunity to heal my little boy self yeah. by talking to my son like a wow. person. Wow. Beautiful moment. So we're asking 800-585-1051. We're talking about raising your kids. How do you raise your kids? We start with you, Miss Pat. Miss Pat, do you you uh, pop your kids? Um, Did you? I raise my kids according to how they daddy pay child support. <laughs> what that means? <laughs> <laughs> he don't pay, you get up a cup. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I don't whoop them anymore. My husband do a lot of talking because, you know, we out of that area, mm -hmm. uh, era of beating our kids because that come from our ancestors and stuff. So mm -hmm. I do a lot of talking. I do a lot of cussing them out. Right. And then every now and then them wrong words slip out my mouth and my daughter upstairs who never come out of our room come out and say, no, you can't say that. Mm -hmm. So, but Yeah, I think um, in my family, I think we do good cop, bad cop. Like, I'm usually the bad cop. I'm, the, I'm like you. I'm going to cuss you out. I'm going to yell at you. And then my wife is the one that, that talks to them. And then we all come in the room and then Daddy usually apologize for cursing. Now I apologize for cursing. You, you, you got to apologize to your kids when you do something wrong when you're wrong. I be apologize when, when, when I say the B word by mistake. You know, I get a little bitch. shit. Yeah. Oh. Bitch. Yeah, yeah, I ain't never cursing my kids. I say, God damn. I say, well, God that's damn. Well, that's cursing my family. God damn my house. not cursing. We, we, well, we, there's certain words we don't use in the house. Like, we don't use fat in our house. We don't use God damn in our house. You don't use fat. No. Because ain't nobody fat, Miss Pat. No, it's not that. But we just don't use the word fat. It's a mean word. We just don't use the word in the house. It's not a mean word. Don't you want a fat steak? Don't you want your wife? Have a fat ass? How is fat a mean word? I'm sad here. You gonna tell me I'm mean envy? It depends. How, it depends. How I would say like you say, man, shut your fat ass up. Well, that's sweet. <laughs> you don't use fat in your house either. Uh, depends what we talking about. Just depends. When the fat become a mean word? Cause you don't want to be like that fat ass kid or fat kid or fat. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, when I was me and my husband almost got a divorce one time, I said, look, you can go ahead and leave. You gonna take your fat ass kid with you? Cause I don't get enough food stamp for. <laughs> so I already got my own kids and they thinner. So you take your. <laughs> the most offensive thing about that is that you saying that they his kids like they not yours too. That's, that's more offensive. Not doing a divorce. They his kid. I had them for him. I had already had to buy a dude that one hit no nothing. But I I do feel Tyler Perry though, man, because I always feel bad after I yell at my kids. Like I literally went to bed last night and woke up this morning feeling like a bad parent because I feel like I can be uh, short-tempered with a couple of my I kids. I am too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like how many you got? Four. I got 14-year-old, a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a uh, one-year-old. And the, the, the four-year-old and the one-year-old fine. It's that the, the 14 is a teenager, so that's uh. gonna be difficult. And then the seven-year-old, she wanted them just independent seven-year-olds. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So raising kids is difficult, especially when they're not listening and they talk to me in ways I would never think to talk to my parents or my grandparents grandparents, the aunts, and nobody. And I threatened my seven-year-old with that. I said, boy, you wouldn't have made it in the 90s. <laughs> you wouldn't have made it in the like, 90s. What did she say in back? She don't, she, she don't know about no damn 90s. You know what I mean? I have a 10-year-old like that. Yeah? Yeah, she, she be talking mad crap, and I be like, Ooh. she's like, you guys are my parents. You know, a couple niece ran off and left, and she smoked crack. And I be want to show her her birth certificate so bad when she <laughs> acting up. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, the, and when the kid's smart, it's different. Like, I right. told I told my my seven-year-old, like, all right, you ain't going next door to the neighborhood because the neighborhood they, they the same age They in the same grade And mm -hmm. they friends right I'm like uh, That's that's cut out You're not going there next week I don't care I'm gonna see her in class anyway God damn it <laughs> And I ain't got no rebuttal For <laughs> what you say You ain't going to school <laughs> yeah, Exactly You know what I'm saying like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put your eyes out <laughs> So you can't see it <laughs> but, I, but I feel them though And you know And that's why I do like having conversations With my children For the exact same reason Tyler Perry said Because you know When they get grown They gonna remember that Because we all remember Being young And getting yelled at And getting told Different things By our parents I'm yeah. sure I'm sure, this stuff I'm unpacking in therapy now that my daddy said to my me when I was young. My mom used to call me ugly all the time. Damn it, man. My mom used to say, get your ugly ass over there and sit down. And my sister was a lot cuter. Yeah. And now that I look at us now, I was like, yeah, your cute daughter smoked crack, but your, <laughs> the little ugly one now succeeded there on you, you and you did. See, my daddy told me one time, let's just kill him and get the insurance money. <laughs> Damn. He told my mom, let's just kill him and get the insurance money. <laughs> Damn. Damn. He ain't bad. doing that with his life anyway. You were that bad? Yeah, I was bad. Well, you know. Damn it, man. Hey, y'all need therapy. My parents weren't that bad. My parents were the Huxtables who have been messing with y'all. Because you're white. Killing me, get the. Uh, good, He's get, not white, light skinned. Thank no, you. No, he's white, man. I'm light skinned. He's I'm black. Light -skin. what, what am I saying? I'm black. Did, Hello? Have you, have you ever had a hickey on your neck? That probably would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good morning. Right, 
Yo, what's up? What's your name, bro? It's Chuck from Connecticut. What's Chuck. up, Chuck from Connecticut? We're talking about raising our kids, man. How you raise your kids, bro? I'm a, I'm a big yeller. I, I stay in the house. It's just me, my wife, my two daughters, and I yeah. I mean, like Charlamagne says, sometimes I feel bad, but if I do something right after that, they can yell again. I know, man. It's so hard, man. Especially when you got girls or uh, boys. I got girls. See, they ain't nothing. I want somebody now. That, that's what make you feel even worse when you got girls and you gotta yell at them. Oh lord! But it's the two. It's the two. It's it's the two youngest ones, right? They play together all day long and then they fight like a married oh. couple. And that's what I, I be screaming at them and they be mad at each other. And then at night they got they got to sleep in the same bed. They got to sleep in the same room. So it, it, it be pissing me off. I'm like y'all gonna be friends later on anyway, so yeah. stop it. But they just don't. Shout out to Jackson in Brooklyn. I'm sure they're in the call listening. Hello, who's this? This is Bree. Hey, Bree. We're talking about uh, disciplining and raising children. What's your approach? How you yes. handle it? So, first of all, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, so, I was not disciplined as a child. My mother never spanked me. She never beat me or anything. But I do notice that with my child, he's a little bit more hard-headed than I was. So, I do have to discipline a little bit more with him than my mom did with me. But what I've noticed is when I have conversations with people who were spanked as a child or heavily disciplined, they're very disciplined as adults. And I notice I do lack a little bit of discipline. And I feel like it's because I wasn't heavily disciplined when I grew up. Interesting. That's an interesting take. Yeah. What do you mean when you say you lack yeah. discipline? Um, <laughs> so aside from um, my ADHD, it's just kind of like if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. And when it comes to schoolwork, I have to like really force myself to do the things I'm supposed to do. When it comes to work, I really have to force myself to do the things that I'm supposed to do. And I just feel like in a social setting as well, it's just kind of like I do what I want to do. See, that, 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 <laughs> so. but that, that's the scariest thing though because a lot of things you probably got disciplined for well you didn't get disciplined when you was young but if you did it would probably have to do with the fact you had ADHD and that's what I worry about you don't know what type of yeah. issues your child might be dealing with that haven't uh, showcased themselves yet you know what I mean that you might be punishing exactly. them for you know I just exactly. and I, I just found out my dog got ADHD and he won't go sleep at night your dog your dog mm -hmm. oh, okay Thank you, mama. how you know your dog got ADHD he be up all that <laughs> You can put him to sleep. Don't say that. No, I mean like that. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? You want people to come get you, Charlamagne? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five. We're talking about how you discipline your kids. Oh my goodness! This is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about disciplining our kids. This came from Tyler Perry, and this is what he said about his son. He, he was uh, really rude to the nanny, and was in the room with the bathroom arguing. And Galila calls me, and I go in, and, and I, I'm sit, I get down to his level. And I'm talking to him eye to eye. I'm like, "Listen, what are you doing? You, we don't behave this way. You don't mm -hmm. do this. This is this is unacceptable. You're not going to disrespect her. You're not going to disrespect your mom. You're going to do what they say to do. And do you understand? And he's just crying. He goes, "Yes, Papa. Yes, Papa." Mm -hmm. But as he's crying and I'm down on his, le his level, I'm trying to hold my tears. Mm -hmm. So I get up and I leave out of the room. Galita says, you okay? Because nobody talked to me as a five-year-old like that. Nobody had a conversation with me. Nobody talked to me like a person. So here I am having an opportunity to heal my little boy self yeah. by talking to my son like a wow. person. Beautiful moment. I feel him, man. But you know another thing? I was scared of my dad, though. My dad is six foot three, six foot four, a retired police officer, ex-military. I was always scared of him. So I never wanted to do nothing because I never wanted to have a problem with him. Ain't none of my daughters scared of me, and I don't want them to be scared of me because I don't want to raise out of fear. Well, nobody's you know what I mean? I want to raise out of love. That's something you learn in therapy, too, though. You learn that, you know, a lot of times our parents raised us out of fear, and their fear was, especially with my dad, he didn't want me to turn out the way 
he he didn't want me to make say, make the same mistakes that he did. You know, yeah. even though I made still made them anyway, except for like you know using hard drugs. But he didn't want me to make the same mistakes that he made. And mine was the same. My dad was was a cop in New York City at the time, and he worked in the Bronx and on the train. So he seen things from a different place that That's I seen right. them from. And it was the crack era. So it was, right. he wanted me to stay away from that. So he was going to do whatever it take to make sure I wasn't going to go down that lane. He, that he lady. parented out of fear. Yeah. Well, I did too, especially because I had my first child at 14, and I think I parented out of fear with my daughter. I was mm-hmm. like, don't you ever touch no boy. Don't you ever talk to no boy. They horrible. Then she ended up being gay. And then sometimes I'd be like, did I <laughs> preach my daughter? Into being oh, that's why you said that. Scared, oh, that makes I sense. I scared though. the dingaling out of her. <laughs> you scared the love for D out of her? No, that makes sense. I did because it was all about because I was in such a bad relationship with her daddy, mm-hmm. and she saw her daddy beat me. And I'm not saying that you know that's why, she, but I think that has a lot to do with it. it probably gotcha. did. No, beatings, and right. she saw her daddy shoot me, and she's like, "Nah, I'm going on here with the girls. We just scratch each other." Even though I do think that you know you are born. You know, oh uh, my daughter you, you born definitely gay. was born. Yeah, but my daughter was born gay yeah. with a gay hat on and a jumpsuit. She had on one of them little overall suits. Yeah. She came out the womb with it on with a painter's bridge. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> she was what's that little painter name? Neapolitan what? What's the little painter? Which one? Picasso? It's a Picasso. Oh. She's Picasso gay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi everybody. Hey. Uh, Yes, and we yep. know your real name. We got call ID, but we ain't going to say it, so don't worry. Unless you do something wild. All right, so boom. We're going to say my name is Charmaine Taisha Brown. All right, we're going to use Tamisha Brown. All right, so to be totally honest, my mother is a single mother with four kids, and she beat the, the bricks off of us. I mm. have a son right now, and I'm not going to sit up here and say I beat him OD. I don't. But am I going to light his little, little leg up? Yes. Am I going to light the top of that foot up? Yes, I am, because you're not going to disrespect me today. So essentially, I don't feel like disciplining your kids uh, is a bad thing. I, I was raised off of discipline. I can say that I'm a good person. Um, I have a lot going on for myself, but I, I believe in discipline popping. I do believe in that. What's your weapon of choice when you discipline? Right now, my hands. I have these spider web hands, and it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to hurt you. Oh yeah, mama backhand used to be no joke. Jesus. She sound like a fly squatter mama. <laughs> like, the, wow. the fly squatter. Yeah, 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 Hit yeah, yeah, yeah. with the fly squatter. <laughs> with the fly stuck on it. Oh. <laughs> now we have Christina on the line. Christina, good morning. Hi, how are you? Now you're a school counselor, correct? Yes. Now, now, now talk to us about uh, traumatizing these kids out here. So earlier I heard in the conversation you guys say, oh, how traumatizing can yelling be? It can be very traumatizing. That can stay with a child for their whole life. And I also heard, I think it was Charlemagne say, there's no guide in raising these kids. Charlemagne, there are literally, literally hundreds of thousands of books out there um, raising kids, parenting guides. There's a great series called How to Talk to Your Kids so that they will listen and they will talk. And they have it for little kids, um, elementary school age and high school age. And they have it on Audible and it's translated in various languages. And it talks about how to discipline your kids in um, non-corporal ways. I, I agree with you. I know that there's a lot of material out there Thank about you, it, but it don't matter when you're in the midst of it. Like it's the, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah, that, that's true. And, and you, you have your own path to contend with and your own methods of raising your children but when you do have some calm time and downtime 
it wouldn't hurt to Google some new methods for next time to keep things de-escalated. Oh, I agree with you. Thank and you. and teach your children how to talk to others in the world. Thank I'm going to get that book and give it to my kids. I don't want to read it. I'm just like, this is real. Well, I'm going to need y'all to read what I want to do with you. <laughs> now, you know what? Uh, it's funny that you said that. Me and my wife are, are, are writing a book on raising our kids. We have six kids. We have a 21-year-old, a, a, a 19, a 9, an 8, a 6, and a 1-year-old. And we talk about everything that we, we, we go through everything from my daughter getting her first period to us talking about sex to... Um, popping our kids at times to having conversations to you know I came from a household of because I said so that was my dad because I and said that, so and that is a terrible that is a but, terrible way of parenting but we don't do it like that we explain to the kids why like mm-hmm. if they want to go out and, and there's a reason why no we explain to them why so we talk about all that and well, that's, um, what, that's what Tyler Perry is saying mm-hmm. like sit down and have a conversation, have a conversation. with your kids that's, that's what I, I tend mm-hmm. to do you know what I mean and, and, and yes when I do have a short temper and I do yell I always feel bad about it afterwards and then I sit down and I always apologize too I always apologize for yelling that's mm-hmm. another thing our parents never did for us when we was young they never apologized to us they didn't know how they didn't know how but i I break that down too when 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 me and my kids if i do something wrong like Mm -hmm. yell or scream or whatever it may be we pull them in the room and we talk to them why you know why i did this why i don't Mm -hmm. why i scream why i raise my voice why i don't want them to do this and and it works pretty good in my household and they they so quick to go to the school and tell everything so like i had an incident less than six months ago where the teacher called me and i said well i'm gonna hit that upside the head mm-hmm. and so next thing I know defects at my door I said ma'am these ain't my kids I said I'm black that's how I talk mm-hmm. so the, lady, the, the, the teacher was like well don't hit upside the head hit her on the behind I said later I'm gonna do what I do and you do what you do Become a niece up that line. I didn't think she was going to send defects to my house. They tried to put me in a counseling program. I said, ma'am, I was talking junk. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, Miss Pat. I think that program would have did you some yeah. I think I, I, I kind of agree with you. You go to hell, Shawty, <laughs> man. Call us if you need us to bail you out. You know, we got you. You know, just in case. Okay, I appreciate it. I, I'm glad to know I got rich friends who are coming to get me out of I just want to parent out of love and not fear. Absolutely. You know well, what I mean? them every now and then. Oh, no, I do that all the I'm time. I'm going to tell my kids this morning. I love you, Ashley, Nike, or Junebug, and then the mother four at the house and i'm my, my oldest my oldest now, i ain't gonna hug you but i love goes you. to therapy you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying not, why not, everybody going to therapy these why days? not you know what i mean those are resources that we didn't have when we was younger why not yes you did your mama was always on the phone telling her friend your business that's like saying why people going to the gym all the time is pat why you throw that out there? Why you throw that out there? You can't have to throw that one out there. You can't have to throw that out there. You can't wear it anywhere but that one. That's not what you're saying. No, no, no. That's not what you're saying. I'm about to put my mask on and turn into wrestling number two. Y'all remember wrestling number two? No. You don't remember wrestling number one and two? I just figured they was just big wrestlers. No. Whoa. Whoa. The white men with the mask on. I don't remember. You don't remember right? the Mexican wrestlers, right? I th- they I had not- names. I remember Andre the Giant. No, wrestler number and one Rakeshi. and two. They had on a mask. I don't Google remember. them. Two white men. I will. All right. <laughs> yeah, they were good for the ficking folk. Okay. That's what right. I'm gonna do to you. When we come back, we got your rumor report. We gotta talk about uh, Puff. He's trying to buy maybe BET. We'll tell you oh, about no, it when I'm we about come to back. Work for Puff. <laughs> it's, the, it's the breakfast love. Good morning. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty uh, patty. I'm gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On The Breakfast Club. All right. First, let me say uh, sock passe to my brother Wyclef. Now, Wyclef checked himself into a hospital yesterday. He says he'll be back soon. So I'm hoping everything is okay. We don't know the reason why. But uh, he did say this. All right. Taking me to the room now. 
overnight. I've never stayed in the hospital overnight. Should be fine though. He said he never stays in the hospital overnight, and he posted this on Instagram. He just said, sometimes we forget that our body is our temple. Be back soon. He lying. He been in the hospital overnight. He was born in the hospital. He had to be there for at least two days. He been in an adult life. <laughs> I'm just trying to correct the, you know, why Cliff, you been in the hospital before. Your mama just didn't have you on the corner, baby. It's adult life, so uh, hopefully okay. everything is good with Wyclef. Also, uh, Diddy might be your boss soon. Who boss? Your boss. I heard. <laughs> Rumors are Diddy is exploring opportunity to purchase a majority stake in BET. You think Diddy gonna outbid Tyler Perry? Come on, Tyler. I, don't I need think Diddy you. gonna outbid Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry already what? owned twenty five percent of BET Plus. Well, you know, um, mm. what you calling is in it too. What's his name? Byron Allen. Byron, Byron Allen. Allen. Who the riches? Out of Tyler. Tyler. Out of all three of them, Tyler. Ooh, Tyler. Come on, Mr. Perry. I'm ready. But why wouldn't they do it where they could possibly all own a percentage because they all bring so much to the table? Right? Tyler well, brings a lot to the table with this stuff, and so does Diddy, and so does Byron, right? It's just all about What did it bring music? <laughs> I mean, the reality is, what does that mean for Revolt? It, would, would Diddy own both? Because in my mind, if you got money to buy BET, how, how about put that money in the Revolt, put those resources in the Revolt, and keep building Revolt up? So that would make more sense, right? But what was the main problem with Revolt? That it just wasn't in enough households, right? I mean, Revolt is still around. Like right. That. But it's not in enough households. And Tyler Perry got five hundred acres over there. Why are you gonna share all that land? He don't need no help. Tyler don't need no help. Tyler don't need no help. Tyler just That's need me. Tyler call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, did he say? You better not say I'm no Madea. If you do, I come over there and jump in that Whoa. queen chair. You I said I don't think Madea got nothing on you, Miss Pat. Okay, okay. Now I wouldn't mind seeing that. Now that's a battle. What? That, what? You and Madea fighting? I whooped Tyler Perry down. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good matchup right there. I'd love to see Madea and Miss Pat go at it. Well, he said Diddy said he wants to turn BET uh, back into a black-owned brand. He believes it's better for business, for the culture, and for building wealth in the black but community. But what does that mean for Revolt? You sold us on this Revolt thing, Diddy. Like, you know, Revolt has, 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 has I think Revolt has built uh, a lot of cultural cachet. Yes. You know what I mean? People know the brand Revolt, but the thing that people always say about Revolt, Revolt ain't got no money. So if you got money to buy That's BET, true. how come you just don't put that money into Revolt? I just want to know. He That's bought all. Revolt and fell asleep. <laughs> he gave it to Young Miami. You think so? Yeah. Somebody got it. If you didn't, if it ain't, if ain't nothing going on now. Yeah. I, I mean, I just would like to hear. I'd like to hear more about the business. If I was, if that's what I would like to hear more from. Mm -hmm. well, I'm praying to Tyler get it. Go on, get it, Mister Perry. I'm over here waiting on you. I think Tyler gonna get it. Yeah, I think so. Waiting on you like a black child waiting on his daddy on his. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you having flashbacks? <laughs> Jesus I think Christ. Tyler gonna get it. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Mm -hmm. Now keep it locked. We got the People's Choice mix up next, and we got more with Miss Pat. She's our guest host today, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Did you know one word can change everything? Zach Levi returns as Shazam in the new movie Shazam: Fury of the Gods. This film is a must-see event with epic action and a whole lot of fun. March 17th, see Shazam, Fury of the Gods, only in theaters. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.